Happy Feel Good Tuesday, AJ and McCall on VFX. Anytime you want to be part of the show, it's really easy. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX or 435-787-0945. Yeah. Now, McCall, without giving away too much, we occasionally find ourselves in trouble on the AJ and McCall show. Yeah. Here's, here's what gets me. And this is not supposed to sound like a soapbox. It's just an observation. Mm-hmm. So do you remember, and you have to go back and find it. We didn't share the, the letter itself. But do you remember when we got that letter that had that kind of yeah, serial killer vibe? Yeah, it was a serial vibe, killer vibe, yeah. Because the dude basically wrote it in big black marker. I and didn't it think was it was like, Sharpie. Yeah, it was like a big black marker, but it was almost like he had, they had, I don't know yeah, who he, it she, was. Who, they, whoever. They group. had like gripped it. Kindergarten yeah. style oh, yeah. and yeah. big letters. So we laughed about it. But we thought, oh, okay, this is definitely something we're talking about, right? Because it's right. interesting. So then the poll of the day, I think, for the next morning show was uh, we got a letter telling us we suck and it's all the non nice things that it said. How do we respond? And, you know, so many people were like upset Get over that we it. were it's okay. pondering responding. How dare you? Right? Yeah. So my observation is. That we got criticized for even considering right. not taking the high road. But do you realize how often the high road is not taken with us? Yeah. Yesterday, emails. I mean, it's just a funny observation to me that, and that's, I think we've made this point on the show and I've made it in comments as well on our social media, Utah's VFX, that everyone always wants to say, take the high road, but I don't see it taken very often. No. And that's normally my philosophy. So if that's the case, game respects game. Right. You get people off the low road. So there's way less of you down there because nobody likes traffic. Point of the matter is, is that our fashion consultant, the McCall Taylor, well, Sometimes the consultant's advice isn't really appreciated. So good job, McCall. Thanks. I do what I can. I do what I can to make people angry. Oh, is that, is that your general life philosophy? Yeah. Hmm. I, hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's it just is what it is, okay? I do what and, I and can. The, and truth of the truth of the matter is... <laughs> <laughs> Truth of the matter is, when it comes to uh, fashion in general, I don't care who you are. If you're wearing something stupid, I'm going to say you're wearing something stupid. I speak from personal experience. That's a factual I have, statement. I have legitimately told AJ when we were out in public, do I need to buy you new pants? I'll no, buy you new pants. No, it's fine. My pants were fine. It was good. No. Hey, yesterday, uh, uh, you brought up something we didn't end up getting to, and I want to know because when it comes to hotels and stuff. Yes. I am very involved in this because that's part of the reason you go to hotels is to take all the free stuff. Yes. I have a whole collection of it. Okay. So we Weird. never got to whatever you said something was missing in your hotel and I- I'm still mad. Could not sleep last night thinking I never heard this story. Right. You know, this could be a very proud moment for me because when we first got teamed up together, I feel like your general life philosophies when it came to how to operate in hotels was just not up to snuff with the rest of society. I don't know what that means. AJ and McCall at VFX. Everybody was freaking out because it was like, you take as much free stuff as you no, can get. No, you still don't. Oh my gosh. Okay, never mind. Now I'm not cheering for you. What was the how problem? So this weekend I went to Vegas because we were celebrating my birthday right. and we stayed in the MGM Grand. And so I kind of expected because... I've never stayed in a nice hotel in Vegas, quote unquote. Fair. It's on the strip. Yeah. 
I kind of expected it to be fancy. Yeah, er, fancy er. So what? <laughs> makes me so sad. I what? know because like so when we went to when we went to Atlanta, we right. had really nice hotel rooms there. Yes, we did. So that has been my standard. That is the nicest hotel I've ever stayed okay. in was the one in Atlanta. <laughs> so ever since then, I've kind of held this like standard. And I'm not saying that the MGM was bad by any means. Like it was it was still nice. Their pool closed at like five, which okay, that's kind of was ridiculous. That is because I was like, ridiculous. hey, it's 80 degrees. I want to go swim. That's absolutely ridiculous. I also wanted to take some thirst pictures. Hello. Goals. I, I okay. packed a really cute so, swimsuit for this. Anyway. I need you to clarify here because I, I was all set to be on your side because you told me yesterday it was missing something. So what, and I quote, was it missing for you? A coffee maker. There was no coffee maker in the hotel room. Is that really possible? Yes. So I was really upset about it because honey doesn't want to spend 10 bucks on a, on a coffee. No, it's reasonable. So I really wanted to make some coffee. I went to look for the coffee maker. I couldn't find one. I asked the front desk. I was like, hey, well, do you guys have coffee makers like readily available? And they're like, no. Huh. They didn't have any coffee makers. So I reached out to one of my friends and I was like, what the crap is this BS? Like, I am. I don't have I'm a coffee maker in my. Stumped. I know. So I said, why do I not have a coffee maker? And my friend said, it's because they get stolen. <laughs> and people pawn okay, them. Real quick. For quick, casino. Quick, for casino dollars. Quick tea. Quick tea. I would not take a coffee maker. Before we get it. Whoa, AJ. You said take some. How no, I'm not you? taking a coffee maker. I was so shocked. Okay. I was so upset. And then I went around and there were some other hotels because I was asking some of my friends that have stayed down there. And they said that a lot of the hotels that they've stayed at also don't have coffee makers because they want to invest back into the economy and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, bruh, for like 300 bucks a night, you got to expect that they're going to be... I'd having have, a coffee maker in there. I don't want to spend an additional ten freaking dollars on a coffee. I don't think. And I've then I did. Ever been to uh-huh. a hotel that did not have one? I know, like bottom of the barrel hotels that I've stayed in have had coffee makers. Okay, I take back. I, I was totally you shocked. Sympathy. You have my sympathy. Thank That's you. Fair. My family should have had your sympathy this weekend because I'm sure no, I was not. Yeah, I'm sure fair. I was no, not a, a peach to deal with. Especially, you know, it's that's that's. I, if they're being stolen, I get it. But you would think in Vegas, the whole premise of Vegas is to be up all the time. 100%. Like, if you go there for longer than like two or three days, your sleep schedule becomes inverted because it's of just really how the city weird. operates. I got I to gotta tell you, I went to bed last night at like 11 o'clock. Night before, I went to bed at like 11 o'clock because this weekend, I stayed up until 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Do you know how long, mm-hmm. how long it's been since I've done that? Probably like six years. You old lady. I know. I don't stay up you late. I old never do. Lady. So this weekend, totally out of the realm of normalcy. But I was really amazed at how many like restaurants, because I went to like Gordon Ramsay Burger and a couple of different places there. They all had like not just here's a monster, here's a Red Bull. It was like a plethora yeah. of energy drink, so yeah. like options. I, I got the I, coconut. When kind, I went, by the when way. I worked in New Mexico, I worked with uh, two people who went to UNLV, uh-huh. and they said it, it was the worst decision they ever made because how do you go to college in the you city can't. of Las Vegas? You it's can't. Like, you never was, have to leave. That's for right. sure. No, it was it was really weird to me that that my hotel room didn't have a coffee maker. You have my sympathy. That's Thank kinda, you. That's kind of ridiculous. Weird, right? Yeah.
While in Vegas, McCall actually experienced some other things that were a little bit different. She was on board with one of them, and I think she missed out on a second experience, which would have been super cool. Eh. Just picture you don't have to be standing behind someone who Skypes or FaceTimes a friend oh. or family member. I don't know when that became a thing, but the last few concerts I've been to. Me too. I've sat right next to someone. It's awful. And even a sporting event. It does the same thing. Like, That's not how this works. Like, who has the audacity to be like, yeah, so I paid for this ticket, so clearly my whole my family, whole gets, family to gets to watch. Exactly. And McCall at PFX. No, I did that at the Sarah Bareilles concert back in like October. You we went, FaceTimed someone? No. How I was standing directly behind a lady that was FaceTimed. <laughs> She was FaceTiming her daughter the whole time. Have you seen anyone get in trouble for that? Because I feel no. like in this day and age where everybody freaks out about free right. stuff. Right. They'd crack down and be like, look, they're not here. They don't get to face. Like, I don't know why. This works. I don't know why people were not freaking out about it. Yeah. Because for me, I think that is so disrespectful. You know, I was having the conversation with my mom about it a little bit because going to the Bruno Mars concert was the first experience that I have ever been to where it was a phone-free zone is what they call right. it. Right. So you checked your bag or you checked your phone into a, they, they called it a yonder pouch. Chuck it. They call it a yonder pouch and you put your phone in there and then you lock the top and then you can't access it. But I was having the conversation with mom about it and I said... You know, I bet that's got to be infuriating to the artist because the artist is putting their all into this show and then people are kind of just like, it's like zoo-ish, you know? It's like you stand around, you hold your phone out because yeah. I get it, you're already on display, you know? From from the beginning of time, we've always yeah. loved to watch people perform. Yeah. You look at all the gladiators and all of that kind of stuff. You go oh, clear you way real back. historical ones, all right. You know? You know, and so it's kind of Billy something, Shakespeare and whatnot. Yeah, Billy Shakespeare wrote a whole bunch of sonnets. So we're over here looking at all of the things that that people do and and gawking in, in <laughs> awe over this. But now it's just got to a different level, and nobody is actually consuming it and sitting in the moment and enjoying the concert for what it is of the moment of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know how big you are about the moment. I am. So McCall's phone was sealed in a pouch, a, co- a phone-free concert. Very cool. Lindsay, what do you think? Good idea, bad idea? That's what they do for the kids in high school these days. Really? Yeah. The kids take them to school. They have to put them in these little pouches where they can't use them until class is over. What the deuce? Yeah, it, because it's a, it's a distraction. Or I mean... That's crazy. Did yonder pouches go everywhere and I didn't know about it? I don't know. Let me Google it. I can tell you. Yonder I, pouch. I, when I Googled yonder pouch, it was the first, like, it popped up and was like, oh, yeah, yeah here oh, it is. Yeah, McCall. Like, how amazing that yonder pouch is the first thing that came up. 2014 is when it very first was I'm introduced. not saying it's not a good idea, but I don't know. I guess I'd still have it. Something about the whole thing gives me a little bit of anxiety. I don't know why. But I, I'm just, I pay, you start talking about that, and I'm like, what, what, what if I, what, what did I need it? And uh, the Palmer Home Furnishing Poll of the day, do you think a concert venue that doesn't allow phones, seals them in pouches you can carry, is a good idea? 66% of people, two-thirds said no. No. I think a lot of people think that you have ownership to the concert. You know what I mean? You buy tickets, so you get ownership to videos, et cetera, et cetera, so then you can take those and then use them for your own personal use or whatever. But 
I found it very interesting. There were a couple of different places that I went that it was like, if you take pictures, you know, tag us, but you can't use it for your own gain, basically, because everybody wants in on the money that you could be gaining from it. I just want the gram content, McCall. Me too. That's all I want. So people- Don't worry, I got plenty of that this week. Except by the pool, apparently. Yeah. I was real mad. <laughs> Producer Butters is also on board in the After Show podcast, which if you missed, uh, McCall said something yesterday. I need everybody's help to sort out. Why? Because I filled in. No, get this. I filled in yesterday on the fan. Yeah. In the afternoon. And we got on the air right at the beginning. And it's uh, the the host of the, the uh, full court press is Eric and Ajay. And... Uh, AJ said, you know, I bet McCall doesn't do this to AJ. I bet they communicate effectively. I said, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. I have to try and interpret and read her mind all the time all to the what time. she says. She did it to me yesterday. She's like, who's the who's the guy in the thing? All the time. So I need, I need your help because I could not interpret this and could not understand it. I'm sure I can't even remember what it was. Luckily, I recorded it. Great. So I'll refresh your memory. Perfect. Help! <laughs> AJ McCall on VFX. I, I do the best I can, McCall, to try and translate, understand, and or read your mind okay. on the daily. Right. AJ McCall at VFX. But yesterday, McCall said this, and I got nothing. Um, <laughs> thoughts. Little comment. I don't have anything that I hate because there's a lot of things that I hate, but I have something that's a fun that little fact. You. <laughs> I don't have things that I hate because there's a lot of things that I hate. <laughs> that was me asking Producer Butters if he caught that as well because it just... I don't have anything that I hate because I just hate everything. You know, since we started the show, talking about I just can't think of anything specific. I got you. I'm just saying, for the record, since we started the show, by how people always like take the high road, take the high road. Except when we're mad at you, then we'll take the low road. We were talking about songs that we hate before anyone writes an email. But oh, they're promoting hate again. We're talking about songs that we hate. You know, that's all we do. And producer Butters and I were on top of it with songs. I have like a whole summer of songs that I hate. And he was like, I hate Hips Don't Lie, which I think is a national travesty because everybody loves that song. Yeah. And then we were like, McCall, what do you hate? And McCall was over here promoting positivity and all this other garbage. Couldn't think of a song she hated. And then it turned into this. Um, (laughs) Thoughts. Little comment. I don't have anything that I hate because there's a lot of things that I hate. But I have something that's a fun little fact. I don't have things that I hate because there's a lot of things that I hate. I'm sorry. <laughs> so like I, all your hates like stuck in a doorway. Like you have so much hate, but the doorway to express it is just jammed. So they actually can't get out. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it got is. Got it. Yeah. There's just, we were talking about songs that we hated and I, I, I just I like music. Not a single song. There's a There's lot of not songs. Not a single song that you hate. There's a lot of songs that I hate, but I feel like if I talk about them, I will get fired. <laughs> ah! Well, it stopped you before. You said earlier your goal is to make people mad. Right. There's a lot of songs. Uh... I, I flash back to the Back to School Tour and songs from like that era, mm. from like August. Summer of 2008. Worst summer ever. No. Worst summer ever. Best summer Mm-mm. for music. Absolutely love it. Best summer, my butt. I loved that Worst. summer for music. <gasps> Worst. No. Wor- I like Sarah Bareilles. The rest of them. Worst. I love Sarah Bareilles. Worst. And Duffy. And I hate to say it because he's a garbage human, but I love Chris, Chris Brown's Brown. music. See, reading her mind. 
I'm back I on the wavelength. Like I have no it. idea what that was, but I'm not I don't, don't want to like yeah, it, but I like that era of music. That was like eighth grade for me. That was the summer. That was my first summer. That was the summer going into my sophomore year of college. Haha, you're old. <laughs> not going to wish you a happy birthday, though. How dare you? You already have it. Utah's VIA. I know, I'm doing it on purpose. I'm so Utah's mad at you right now. <laughs> Utah. Oh, <laughs> Cash Valley Recovery, Florida now with AJ McLeod, VFX. Okay. I got to bring Honor back to my dojo after yeah. losing yesterday. Three crazy headlines, please. Headline one, a motorist with plates that expired in 97 told the cops, I've just been busy lately, man. Dang. Yeah. Forgot yeah. to renew my vehicle registration. <laughs> I'll take care of it as soon as I get home. Homes. I just I just got busy in 97 and I didn't stop. Yeah. That's been 23 years. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a bogus excuse. I yeah. agree. There's story one. Story two, some guy robbed a donut store using a hatchet. And guess what? The cops found him eating a donut. Did they find a powder sugar trail? Just followed it Basically. to him. Basically. There's story two. And story number three, some guy who looks like Drew Carey punched someone in the face for saying he looked like Drew Carey. Well, I mean, if the boot fits. Yeah. I don't know. Why is that a bad thing? Drew Carey looks great. He lost a lot of weight. The line's in anyway. There you go. Now, Lindsay, help me out here. You're you're frequent caller in the show. Do you think it's, do you, <laughs> with your significant other, do you have to figure out what they're meaning? Read their mind like I have to with McCall? She's your, how, your, your work wife, yep. right? She is, she is indeed. <laughs> um, sometimes. I mean, you guys spend a lot of time together, so yep. I think so. <laughs> but the thing with that is, is you guys are clueless. callers <laughs> do it. Thanks. Wow. Shots <laughs> fired. All right. I've been punched directly in the face, and I don't appreciate that today. Okay, so uh, Lindsay's <laughs> no, definitely not. you, him. Oh, then, uh-huh. oh then. <laughs> smart, smart, Lindsay, because you Yay. know which one of us is on your team? This guy. But, you know. Hey, it, but- hey. I fired you yesterday. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, you got fired <laughs> yesterday. Remember? I'm, I'm rogue now. Let's do it. Get rogue. Three full stories. Get rogue. Wild card. Let's do it. Story number one: A motorist got pulled over, and he had his tags expired. Now the tags expired way back in the '90s, and the police said, uh, "Yeah, no, this actually happened. What the what?" I can tell you, I got to do that this year for the first time, like ever, on my own, and I'm terrified. What? Are oh. you doing it? Yeah, it's usually been taken care of. Or yeah, I bought a new car and didn't even have it for a year. Well, you, I think that story's already been used once, and it was like Tennessee or something. I did talk about it on mm-hmm. Friday. I don't think it was from Florida. I just don't remember where it was at. So there's yeah, story so one. Out. <laughs> story number two, some guy robbed a donut shop on Saturday by pulling out a hatchet because, you know, pocket hatchets. Everyone Fair. has those. Yeah. And then he stole some donuts. Machetes is a thing here, so pocket hatchet doesn't necessarily surprise me. I, I guess that they were just they're just really good donuts. Anyway, the cops found him about a block away eating a donut. How, how expensive really are donuts, Dude, in all honesty? A block away. Like Would you just recall you couldn't resist? He, he got his reward, and he was like, I, I'll, I'll just one. Just one. Just That's how good they were. And then he was like, chilling? all right, half a dozen later. Chilling on the side of the road. Anyway, got arrested for robbery. One way to skip a massive line. 
I can tell you, Break I went, out a hatchet. There's a place in uh, Portland I went to called uh, Voodoo's Donuts. Uh-huh. I, I would consider robbing that place for their what? donuts. It's, they're good. They're good. I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, my I would never gosh. do that. I'm just saying I, I can understand a little bit. They're good donuts. And then uh, story number three, some guy punched another guy in the face this weekend. Right. And the reason being because the guy said, hey, you look like Drew Carey. It most likely upset him because he does look a lot like Drew Carey. And so he was like, don't call me out on it. I don't understand. But he went into a fit of rage. Why is it a bad thing? Like nobody, nobody says like Drew Carey. Like if you said you look like Mickey Rourke, yeah, all right, I'm on, I'm on board. That guy looks like a train wreck. Uh, this guy, well, this guy looks Drew more Carey. handsome than Drew Carey. Well, then it's Drew see, Carey's pretty good looking, and he's actually he's in shape now. And that's what I'm saying. He lost a bunch of weight. He looks see, good. Look at this picture. Like, yeah, I guess he kind of looks like Drew Carey, but like I feel like he looks more handsome than Drew Carey. So I guess I could understand being upset. He makes. Good money. He's got different shows. He's he's actually Very successful. A catch. Why would you be mad at I'm, that? I am completely with you, Lindsay. <laughs> I am completely with you on that one. Anyway, there are your three crazy stories, Lindsay. All right. So which ones from Florida? I'm with you. I, I don't remember where the first one's from, but I'm pretty 100% positive that it pretty is 100% not positive. Florida. So it's two or three. Yeah, I would say two. You think story number two? Because it has to do with food. Catchy. Yeah, Drew Carey. I don't know. Where do you think uh, the Drew Carey... I have no idea. Where would the Drew Carey one even be? I don't know. I, I'm actually not sure where he's at. Yeah. That's a wild card right there. Yeah. You think two? I, I want to say two. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure, so I'm going to go with your gut on this one, because I'm not sure what number three could be, so we're going to go and call. Cross my fingers. Story number two. It's not. I'm sorry. Oh! oh no. Fun fact. Come on! Fun fact. <laughs> That actually happened at Voodoo Donuts in Portland. Did it really? It did. Oh, man. That is so funny. <laughs> I, tell, I can understand place is super good. I have a box for it. It's super good. You can't I should have known. Pull out I a hatchet. should have known. You can't get what you want because of hatchets. <laughs> it's like the ultimate irony that I knew exactly where the story was, but I didn't know exactly where the story so was. So mad at you. Sorry, Lindsay. I also, I don't know how you robbed that. Like, I mean, if you had a hatchet, I would get out you of your way. You broke out a hatchet. But, but that place is always busy. Like, it, it like lying around the block busy. Yeah. I, <laughs> that just makes me feel stupider because I got it right and still managed to get it wrong. Yep. Now, Tara needs to know that the police aren't listening. Don't worry. They're too busy doing other things. By the way, on my way into work yesterday, I watched a cop. I tailed a cop tailing someone. They pulled what? over. I was the That's second funny. cop yesterday. You weren't a cop. I helped. AJ, I was there for backup. AJ McCall at VFX. Tara, the cops aren't listening. So if you were to pick a place, you just loved the food so much that you were going to rob it because you just wanted it so bad, what would it be? Uh, Zupas. Oh, oh, I love Zupas. Okay, yeah, I'm on board. Let's, Same. Let's, let's do like some crew action Dude, on that one. they got like the... I love their... Grilled sandwiches. I, you have no idea how many times I heard from Ashley because they're building, they're doing all that construction right there by the Y intersection right. in Providence or whatever. Right. Like Zupas. I hope it's a Zupas. I hope it's a Zupas all the time. So I'm with you. We'll we'll do like a crew Grand Theft Auto thing. It'll be great. Yeah. Okay. Two okay. remaining stories, Tara. We catch a criminal from Florida. We got prizes for you. Got it. Perfect. So story number one: a motorist got pulled over late last month. Tags expired back in '97. The cops were like. Bro, your tags expired you know, in 97, like, and they said, oh, yeah, I've just been really busy. What's really impressive to me is how did the guy make it 23 years I don't know. without getting busted? My real That's question, good. yeah, I'm curious if they just kind of left the car 
like in in the office uh, or in the in the driveway. I know there I are places like I think in Ogden you can't have a car that's like expired in your driveway because they'll give you tickets and blah blah blah. But anyway, I'm still impressed. Twenty three year that is impressive. So there's story one, and then story number three. Some guy punched another guy in the face this week because the guy said, "Hey, you look like Drew Carey," and it upset him because he does look like Drew Carey. Looks very similar. Where are all our people telling that guy to take the high road? I don't know. He got arrested for battery though, Drew so not he's not even an insult. Currently, he's he's taking the the jail road. So the jail. Anyway, I'm not going to take that one. Two remaining crazy stories, Tara. Okay, Tara. I don't remember where, but I'm pretty sure the first one is not in Florida, so it has to be story number three. Okay, I'll go with story number three. Oh man, that is some instilled confidence after three straight wrong answers for me. But here we go. Here we go. Is it story number three? It is. Tara, congratulations. Yes! We got tickets for you to see the Firebird and a t-shirt. So hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Sounds good. Yay! Ha, ha, ha. First try. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! The second Uh, time? Yeah, I gotta be honest. For all my detractors, let me give you some ammo. I knew that the first one wasn't from Florida already. I know. The first chance is already... eh, Whatever, it doesn't matter. What matters is... W. That's what it matters at the end of the day. Get you get to put dub. the big W up. Get the dub. Yes. I still, why is Drew Carey an insult? I'm still confused why that guy's insulted by Yo, that. No, I don't know. I would be very pleased to be saying I look like Drew. I don't. No. But like, dude, it's okay. It's okay, man. Take it's it fine. as a compliment. It's fine. It's fine. So uh, I had something happen this weekend Uh-oh. that I, we kind of need to like address. Because it was a little <laughs> That sounds bit, bad. Uh, yeah, it was a little of like an awkward-ish situation. So, okay, just answer me this question. It happened in Vegas. I, I, I had gathered that it's much for myself. It's not staying in Vegas. <laughs> answer me this question. We're does, bringing it to Utah. Does HR need to get involved? Uh, No, I'm sure he probably already heard about it. Uh, oh. <laughs> Apparently something that happened in Vegas isn't staying in Vegas. McCall's breaking a cardinal rule here, but... As a, as a member of the AJ and McCall show, I absolutely love it. It doesn't involve me, as far as I know. I went no, in Vegas. It, no, it doesn't involve you. So this weekend, I spent the weekend in Vegas because it's my birthday. And I went down there, and I was trying to find a little recharger power pack because they have them in Vegas. They have little, like... Right. What are they? I don't know what they're People called. People are out all the time. It's like little Makes kiosks. Yeah, yeah, totally. And so you go got over it. there got and it, you like it, it. put your thing in, then you take the thing out, and then you plug it in. So anyway, we were in New York, New York, and I'm wandering around downstairs trying to find one. And the one downstairs is broken. They say, hey, there's one upstairs in between the photo booth area and the bar. So I said, okay, cool. So I go up there and I go over to the bar and they have like the grates down. Okay. You know, like burglar bar type things yeah, yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hey, they said that there's a kiosk here for a recharger pack. And they said. Where? Nothing. They said nothing. They ignored me. That's so, rude. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that they were like, I don't want to. We're not serving alcohol right now. <laughs> Get out of here, drunker. Get out. So I figured, okay, whatever. So I look across the way and the photo booth area is actually like a Chippendales photo booth. Oh. Okay? So the guy over there is like, blue hair! What up, blue hair? And I'm like, hey, can you help me? Because I'm trying to find a recharger power pack thing. Wait, your hair's blue? What? (laughs) Anyway, I said, yeah, sure. Uh, Whatever. My hair's blue. Can you help me find this recharger power pack? The guy says, sure. 
let me give you one of these bead necklaces and you got to take a picture with us and then we'll help you. And I was like, whatever. So I'm standing there and the guy's like, okay. They wanted to steal your clout. Clearly. (laughs) She's got blue hair. (laughs) Anyway, I'm taking pictures with this guy and he's like, okay, hug me. And I was like, weird. No, no. (laughs) You said take a picture. We done. We're no, just taking a picture. Where's the charger at? And so I was like, whatever. So I hug him. He's like, now grab my butt. And I was like, no, bro, just show me where the power pack is. And so I said, do you know where this is? I'm not touching your butt. That's you weirdo. That's a weird trade. So weird. I'll tell you the information if you grab my butt. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm not touching your Only butt. Only in Vegas. Random stranger Only in, in Vegas. Vegas. That's fair. So I go up and he's like. Okay, you need a power pack? And I said, yeah. He said, they're not on this floor. And I said, wow. How dare you? That is a jerk move. So as I walk away, I hear McCall. And I'm like, did somebody just witness this guy telling me to grab his butt? Uh Uh-oh. It was none other Uh than one of our sales managers at the radio station. (laughs) I'm so embarrassed (laughs) because he's like, hey, my wife recognized you. She thought, hey, that looks like McCall. Not him, the guy that's worked with you for almost three years. His wife, who you've met maybe, Uh, what, twice? Yeah, she's adorable. I love her. She's a lovely lady. But she's like, hey, I recognized her blue hair. (laughs) And so I am like... So, Beyond a shadow of a doubt, embarrassed. So now, my sales manager is like, "Hey, looked like you were having fun over there." Now we know why. Uh, what in Vegas is it staying in Vegas? It's because McCall's getting out in front of it because this story's definitely already been told to HR, bro. But of all of the places that we could have run oh, into each geez. other. Really, I mean, very surprising that we ran into each other in New York, New York, as I'm taking pictures with a freaking Chippendale guy. I told Dustin the story and he was like, Haha, weird. All right, now touch my butt. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> no. That's not okay. Oh, thank goodness somebody witnessed it. So all for posterity, we can all witness it now. so red. McCall, this weekend I was... Playing video games with a buddy of mine. We're just catching up on how each other's doing. Uh-huh. And my buddy said to me, and I quote, I did the ultimate dad chore this weekend. Okay. Would you like to guess what it was? Because it definitely wasn't what my friend said. My friend said, pooped? And he said, no, 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 that's an everyday chore. That's a human chore. Yeah. That do the thing every, you should be doing that every day. I thought it was an interesting statement because I had not thought about it. But then he told me what it was and I was like. Yeah, okay. Like when I watch TV shows and stuff like that makes sense. Took care of a baby? No. What? It involves a room of the house. I got nothing. Yeah, that would make sense. You're not a dad. Hmm. He, he said clean the garage out. Okay. Apparently you're not feeling it. This is why I brought it to you because we all know how much you love chores. I mean, McCall we fantasizes about out all a the fleet of Roombas. We clean. I do. I wish. See? We, we clean the garage out all the time. So you don't agree that it's the ultimate dad chore? No. It's only the ultimate like dad chore if you're trying to get out of something and you say, oh, gotta go clean the garage. You shouldn't state that. Maybe that's what it was. Because if that's the case, then sure. You just, you go, oh, I got to clean up the garage. You turn on music and then you're not doing anything. And someone comes out and you just start banging on the workbench. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's taking forever. It's taking me a long time. That's the ultimate dad chore. Yeah. Well. Stereotypical. <laughs> gotcha. See, here's what, I, here's what I learned about myself, though, that I hadn't thought about. I don't think I should be allowed around garages. No. 
I'm glad you agree. I provided I like no the, context. And yes, AJ, no. AJ. McCall. I seem, McCall. To, I seem to recall conversations of you changing the oil and somehow getting it all over in your hair and being super frustrated and being like, I'm done. So I don't know how like a garage would be like a good thing for AJ. It would just turn into like a storage place. You would end up like putting things and then never going out there. And then you'd be like, why can't I find this, that, or the other thing? And it'd be like, because you put it in the garage because you didn't want to take care of it. I am so offended because I shouldn't be allowed in garages and you hit two of my prime examples already. I know. I have a laundry list of reasons why I shouldn't be allowed in a garage. Also because you start stuff on fire. Wow, really? Not in a garage? Okay, so I I know. I'm hearing it. There's public outrage. You hear the background. How dare McCall say AJ's going to set garages on fire? Yeah. I've never set a garage on fire. Well, of course not because you've never had one yet. (laughs) That is also a true statement. Yeah, because AJ, AJ, you have set how many things on fire because of a stove? I have technically set only one thing on fire. It was not a gas-burning stove either, by the way. Very important note, because I have a gas-burning stove, and so, yes, I have fire every time I start my stove. Nah, it's electric burners. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) this weekend, my buddy said I did the ultimate dad chore, which is cleaning a garage. And I thought it was funny, and then I figured I'd take it to the lover of chores, because, I mean... Given the choice between fun and chores, McCall takes chores every time. Lies and slander. Lies and slander. For your birthday, if someone said they were going to get you a Roomba, how excited would you be? Oh, Scale I'd be one so hyped. Yeah, They're expensive. Funny. There you go. They're so expensive. We're, I, we're not talking about your birthday. It's not important. We're talking about me and garages. I'm literally... I cannot wait for your birthday week to come up because AJ's always like, I'm not that big of a deal with my birthday. I don't. My birthday, my birthday, my birthday, my birthday, my birthday, my birthday for like a week. We're not talking about birthdays right now. I'm We're talking about is what I realize is I this? should not be allowed in garages. No. So McCall, like McCall just apparently psych- psychically was just waiting for this time. He's like, yeah, because the storage, that's why I wasn't allowed in my parents' garage because they got mad that I had stuff stored in there. So yeah. I was never allowed in there. Yeah, because you you store things places. The oil change, that was in a garage. Correct. One time I was helping a buddy. I was supposed to get paid to help a buddy repair his garage. You probably punched him directly in the I face. I didn't punch him. Me and you my probably friend. knocked the wall down. Me and my friend ended up spending the whole afternoon reading text fails while he actually replaced the, gar- the garage door yeah. changer thingy. Yeah. And then, of course, I scraped up the VFX van in the garage. In the garage. Yeah. And you can't pull in and out of garages. Not do good with that. Awnings aren't good either. I destroyed one of those in New Mexico. So anything like carport related, like I just shouldn't have one apparently. No. I don't know why this is like news to you. I thought I thought that it was, it was like a re- it was a glass shattering moment this weekend. How often did you realize there's a room in the house you shouldn't go into? Never, because I'm a grown up. Sometimes AJ's like, you know what? I think I want a garage, and then he's like, you know what? I probably I, would start it on I fire. I might burn it to the ground. That's a fair point. I should not be allowed in garages. The only place that I probably shouldn't be allowed in my house is public. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> is it because my hair's blue? Yes. The only place in my, my house that I probably shouldn't be allowed is like in my. I've got like a little storage area downstairs, and it's because I'll end up going through all of the stuff that's down there. It's starting a fire. No. You know what? Remember, McCall- remember that part where I said I'm a grown up. No. <laughs> I literally said it like not even a minute ago. I couldn't tell with your orange hat and blue hair. <laughs> I 
Okay, okay, grown-up. Riddle me this. What? You believe, what is it, the worm moon or whatever that crap is it's for your birthday? Moon. Like, you love all that worm psychic moon happened yesterday. mumbo-jumbo. Yeah. So, if someone, if a psychic had demonstrated ability to you that had affected your life positively, do they earn your trust? Mm. Because we got Depends. an email coming in and a psychic is driving a wedge between a marriage. Oh, boy. In life, you're always seeking out people you trust, right? You want to insulate yourself with a good inner circle. Yeah. AJ and McCall's debated eight on VFX. But it's always interesting, McCall, how do people earn that? And then how much weight do you give to someone's opinion? I, I think a great example just to go off of initially is um, your best friend. Uh-huh. So your best friend probably knows most things about your life, family, friends, relationships. Your best friend's probably in most of that. Yeah, probably so. So what happens when your best friend has opinions maybe that aren't the in line when it comes to your significant other? Mm, I don't know. So here's the deal. I don't really have them. Here's the deal because <laughs> since right. I've been introduced to McCall and my girlfriend Ashley, the cosmic powers of the world have become something much more involved in my life. Yes. But how much you believe them is up to each other. So right. here's the email that we got uh, this week. Okay. My wife has been going to a psychic for about five years ago. When she first started going, the psychic told us she saw bad things coming for her professionally if she didn't change jobs. Okay. So my wife immediately looked for another job, quit the one she had. A month later, the company she was working for went under unexpectedly, and many of her former coworkers were caught without any paychecks coming for a while. That's too bad. So now after years of questionable reading, it's starting to affect our lives. We uh, canceled plans to travel to see family because the psychic told her that holiday travel for her could turn deadly. Now she said that she's had a vision of us fighting with me extremely drunk and violent. I'm not drunk, have never been violent, but my wife won't let me drink. I don't know what to do, but I've about had it with the psychic. What do I do? Well, maybe, just maybe, the psychic saw him getting drunk and getting violent with her. Not not with the wife, me, not the wife, but with the psychic. Um, I mean, because the psychic absolutely crushed the first prediction. Yeah, but I don't know. I find it very interesting. I do. I find these these situations very interesting. Um, I always think that it's good to keep things. Let's hear it, hippie. I don't know. I think it's good to be... Um, intuitive about what's going on Reasonable. and be open-minded just because you take in information doesn't mean you have to use it 100 percent. i just think that it's it's very good to make sure that you're using the context of it and you're you're taking it in and i do find it weird this situation towards her husband though because that's kind of eh. Eh. Uh, you know what i mean uh. It's, I, it, you remember it earlier, bugs me a lot. yeah. You remember earlier this year we had a Florida or not story that happened in, I think it was in Louisiana, in New Orleans or somewhere. I don't remember, but the Texas, I think. Yeah, and it was to somebody that was living in Louisiana. Anyway, the lady conned this girl out of seventy five thousand dollars a year to be her psychic. Yes. 
So, I mean, th- there's power. I mean, that's the... That's Don't what, get me wrong. I'm not saying that there's not power to it. No, there's, that's what I'm saying. There's power and belief because when this psychic nails such a big one, right? Because unemployment, I think, would terrify everyone Anybody. reasonably. Right. Sure. She nails that first one. I get having faith in her, but whoo, driving a wedge into marriage? Yeah. We'll take a look at the poll today. See, see what uh, the, the, the um, opinions are. The opinions are of everyone else, but... So, Psychic gets a big prediction right. Yeah. Wife says, leave your job or it's going to be bad. Wife leaves job, company goes under. Wife is now fully committed, buys the psychic the whole time. Now says the husband, she has visions of the husband getting drunk, visions of the husband getting physical. And the husband's like, no, that's ridiculous. Like, I'm never, what, this is ridiculous. What do I do? Would you buy it? What does he do? <laughs> we'll see if people would buy, believe in the poll of the day next for the debate at eight. I think it would be ignorant to automatically just block off information because maybe you don't believe right with the psychic thing aj mccall's debated eight on vfx so miss we got an email from a guy his wife has been going to a psychic for years she nailed her first prediction said that you need to leave your job company goes under so she's been a devout believer hence their fourth and now the psychic says i see visions of your husband getting drunk getting violent and it's starting to cause an issue with the marriage. But I, I said I think it would be ignorant not to just immediately dismiss information. Right. The difference is what do you do with that information? Right. Because I think it's one thing to be like, okay, let's take this in. Let's digest it a little bit. Take the context. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. So we get we have people on the phone here. So let's get to Tara here. Tara, so let's just start with a basic here to build a base. So when it comes to your significant other, how much would your best friend's opinion matter to you? On a scale of one to ten, I'd probably say a seven. Seven. Ooh. So it is pretty that's important. Pretty ho- not, that's good. Not end all be all, but no. still very important. Yes. Now, what if your best friend was a psychic and made a prediction that maybe your significant other could do some bad things? Would you still be at a seven? Yes. Okay. Public, well, probably like higher. Probably like a nine. A nine. Wow, that's like almost most important. That is. Okay, so power of foresight gets you. Okay, fair. And I understand the temptation of foresight, but here's what really terrifies me about this guy's email is I think one of the the biggest tears right in all relationships is that someone's going to get involved. Right. Because the whole basis is one one on one. It's us. It's our thing. We're working on it. Someone getting the middle, I feel like, is terrifying because the whole thing is like that's supposed to be your foundation. Right, of course. It's I think in life, it mm-hmm. would be significant other, kids, friends, family. You know, you build your right. foundation from there, but that's your base foundation. Right. So someone else coming in and having a big say in it, to me, is absolutely terrifying. You know, I think it, the, the real question is, how long have these two been together? Like, I get that they're married. Question. I get that, Obviously, but sometimes people, you know, get married within a couple of weeks. No, that's fair. Um, I also get that sometimes they, I mean, Dustin and I have been together for six and a half years, you know, and if she's been with this psychic human being for a very long time, then I get valuing their opinion for a bit, but like if I were to get a psychic now and they were to say something along those lines, I'd be like, get out. And I think ultimately, I think as 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 a guy and the husband's the one that sent us the email, that's what right. freaks me out too because you you would hope because he, he said, I think he, the email said uh, five years ago, double check, five years ago, that was the first time. Yeah. So they've been together at least that long, it would appear. And so right. you would think five, you, I feel like you would know me pretty good in those five years. And he said, my wife five years ago 
Um, I think they've been married that long as well. And so that terrifies me because I'm like, no, you know me. Come on. You right. Know you me. should. And I feel like that would be devastating, really. Yeah. Oh, big time. If not. Big time. Lindsay, what what do you think about this whole situation? Wife devout believer in the psychic now all of a sudden causing a rift between the husband and wife. I think stupid stupid stition. Stupid, <laughs> stupid stition <laughs> will get you in a lot of trouble. I wouldn't bet my livelihood on it, that's for sure. I mean, is there any any de- uh, proof that he's doing stupid stuff? No. Then why take somebody else's word on it? Yeah, fair. I mean, you would think, a psychic or not, you would think the wife would be like, no, 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 I, at least a little bit I know. Yeah, of course, unless she's completely clueless. I feel like this yeah. is, I, I, is, the, is the saying, uh, failing to see the forest through the trees? I think so. It's like that, like, I feel like what is happening is you you have what's in front of you, you've spent a lot of time with what's in front of you, right. but you've taken yourself out of the equation, so you're just giving all power to the psychic now. You make right. the decisions. My observations, my knowledge, my experience is now null and void. I want all the foresight to tell me what to do. I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with in day-to-day life. Maybe it's going to get me a lot of flack. Maybe I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for even saying what I'm thinking right now. But I feel like a lot of people do not think for themselves. They just kind of go based off of whim and based off of something that has been predicted I guess you could say and they don't think through it first right there's no plan that gets put into place there's some interesting comments on our, our poll of the day which we'll get to yeah uh, so again so we got an email yep AJ McCall's debate date husband since says his wife been going to a psychic for five years the first prediction the psychic said is uh, you need to leave your job or professionally something bad's gonna happen so wife leaves Company goes under unexpectedly. Bunch of friends, coworkers in a bad spot. Since then, wife's been a devout follower. Canceled vacations, all that. Now, all of a sudden, the psychic says, I see your husband getting drunk and physical, and the wife's starting to freak out about it. And the husband's like, no, I, I don't. Like, I barely drink. I've never been physical. Like, this is ridiculous. Uh, so Kylie had a situation similar to that. She said, this is where your faith comes into play. I had a job opportunity come up. I felt like I needed to take. I got advice from my husband as well. But I felt like this was the way I was being led to. She took the job, found it a few months later. Boss said, yeah, you were going to be laid off. You would have been out of a job. Yeah. So almost the exact same situation. Right. Though the husband was involved in that one at least a little bit. Right. Uh, Allie said, absolutely. I had a reading over the phone with a woman who talked to me talked to me as if I was pregnant. Two weeks later, I had a positive pregnancy test. Crazy. I am a firm believer in mediums. You know, I just, I think that there's a lot of... I don't know, grains of salt, I guess you can take from it. There's a lot of good that you can take from it. But I also think that it's very important to make sure that you are still like thinking for yourself. Well, the Palmer Home Furnishing Poll of the day, if a psyche got a big prediction right, told you to switch jobs before a company went under, would you trust him unequivocally going forward? 74% of people said, no, don't no. believe. Mm-mm. Those comments are interesting. So then it raises, a, I think, a different question, McCall. You talk about faith. You talk about force, foresight, all of that. Right. Does that mean that you believe that you have control? That there's decisions you can make that lead you down different paths? Or is everything predetermined? Oh, I don't know. We're getting deep today. How's your head doing, McCall? Has it exploded yet? No. AJ McCall's debated aid on VFX. I do a lot of self-reflection and pondering. Smart. It's good exercise. I think a lot more people should. Give them a better understanding of self. I just didn't want to do it today. (laughs) 
You didn't want to do it on your birthday? No, I just wanted to like live in a realm of like, oh. Tough. Tough. So the springboard is, we got an email, uh, husband, his wife's been seeing a psychic for like five years. She nailed the first prediction. She's devout follower, devout believer. Yeah. And all of a sudden the psychic says, I have visions of your husband getting drunk. I have visions of your husband getting violent. The husband's like, that's ridiculous. You know me. I I barely drink. I'm not going to get violent. But- to have a discussion, which I wanted to point out. So the Palmer Home Furnishing Poll uh-huh. today, real fast, like 74% of people said, don't buy it. Even right. if they nail a huge one like they did for this wife, save well, my job thing, not going to be totally no, all in. No, here's the thing that I was kind of thinking about slightly with this. There's a lot that can be determined because there's there's so much that we don't know about this story specifically, whether the psychic knew who she was before she went in, because there's a lot of research that could be done on businesses Especially to see how successful, yeah. right? D- depending to see how That's successful the business is. I like is your being. snooping so here. I'm there's a, big a lot fan. of yeah. There's a lot of other factors that could be determined into this. So anyway, let me throw this at you. Cindy okay. made a really good point on on Twitter as well. She said, "I think the since the psychic put it out there." Yeah. Now the husband and wife are discussing it, putting it out there some more that you're manifesting it to happen, yep. Yep. which is a great point. I just yep. actually watched The Matrix not this weekend, and there's that scene in the first one where this, the uh, oracle tells uh, Neo, he says, watch out for the vase, yeah. and he turns around and bumps it and knocks it over, and she goes, just wait till later when you try to decide if I hadn't have said anything, would you have, would actually, you have actually knocked it over? It. Right, yeah. right. That's, I think that's a really good point that Cindy made. Yep. So that being said, with foresight, with religious faith, whichever, because a lot of people on our poll today are are tying in their faith and and using it as a similar belief in this predetermined, you have choice. Because that raises a question. Because this wife has clearly just said, you're going to read the future. I'm going to take out my decision making. You tell me what's going to happen. And then that's how I'll base it off. Because your experience (sighs) is just as much important. You're still living through life. Now, it seems like she's kind of more sleepwalking now. Right. Um... I I don't know. It's really hard to say because obviously I'm not like a psychological blah, blah. Come on, hippie moon magic. It. I just don't. I think that there's a lot to be said about taking control of your own life. I think there's a lot to be said about making the decision that this is how you want to be living your life. This way, that way, or the other way. And I think that there's always the what if of what could have happened or what you think should have happened if you had done this other thing. I just think that for the most part, I think we're given a ton of different paths that you could go down. Um, maybe I think there's alternate universes. Maybe I think every time maybe you make there a decision, is. There's a new fracture. Maybe there is. I don't know. I'm not, I I'm a, not well enough educated and I don't get paid enough to know this kind of stuff. I don't know that this is necessarily education. I think it's just it's just a flat out belief or your truth. Because I think people either I think people panic a little bit. And so like if you absolutely unequivocally think there's choice, I think you're afraid of the fact that there's no control. I think it's normally what it's associated with. And then if you think that it's maybe predetermined and right. you are, are walking down a path, I think it's something where you are comforted in maybe a higher being yeah. or something else saying this is the path and you are Following along, you give yourself into the faith or belief or whatever yeah. word you choose. I, I, I think I think it's really interesting. I think the study of people is very interesting. Um, for me, I think if you live your life continually thinking that you can change, that you can adapt, that you can 
make your life better than it is. I think that you will continue. I don't know. I think you'll continue to be driven that direction to go and do those kinds of things versus, well, my life's predetermined. I think you'll be doing less. I personally like to think with all the bad choices that I've made that it's, I have some form of control over it. I feel like, I feel like everybody's got their options and their choices and their agency and their blah, 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 blah. It's a deep debate. I just don't want to, I know. I just don't want to get too deep. Like, hello, it is 827 and it is my birthday and I don't want to talk about all of the things. I just want (laughs) to drink coffee and chill. Speaking of your birthday, my mom texted me to tell you that she uh, wishes you a happy birthday. Aww, She's also upset that I didn't tell her, so she didn't get you a card on time. So oh. I guess expect that in the mail or something. Okay, great. Oh, I had a I had a memory come up of a of a letter that I got actually for my birthday that I I need to tell you about. Super it was, cute. It wasn't for my mom, was it? No, because that's definitely something. Okay. No, it was like eight years ago. As an old letter. Are you even eight years old? Shut you up. tell me I I'm old eight. all the time. I, I was, I, like, dude. 12, I was eighteen maybe. when I got this letter, and I just looked at it, and I was like, "Oh man." All right, I held off as long as I could, but the truth of the matter is, it it is McCall's birthday. Yay! And birthday time. Apparently, there's some memory we have to share. What's yes. going on? Okay, so I had a memory pop up from eight years ago. Which makes it feel kind of old because I was turning 18 and so that's weird. But the memory is a letter that my little brother Benjamin wrote to me. Oh. And it's one of my favorite letters ever. So every time it comes up on my timeline, I'm always like, oh, that's so sweet. So the letter goes a little something like this. How old would he have been eight years ago? Eight. (laughs) Four. He would have been six. Because he's 10 years younger than me. I split the difference. I said eight and four. Five or six. One of the two. Anyway, it says, Dear McCall, M-A-C-A-L-L, bless him. I'm glad you're in my family. I love you so much. Please stay in this family. Love your brother, Ben. I'm glad you're in this family. I guess he would have been eight. (laughs) I don't know how to math. What up? You're terrible at this, by the way. So bad at math. You are so awful at this. This is so bad at math. He would have been eight. He was eight years. He's 10 years younger than me. I was 18. 18 minus 10 is eight. Anyway, it's one of my favorite letters ever. It was written on the back of his homework because he wanted to get me a really pretty. He wanted to get me a, a present and he told my mom he wanted to get me a present. And my mom's like, just write her a letter. And he's like, okay. And so that was the only paper he could find. <laughs> Isn't that so sweet, though? Uh, Benjamin, I think, is my favorite of all the uh, the Taylor siblings. Why? Now. Because there's of this that, letter. There's that. There's the sorry your dog died when Dustin uh, had what was it the anniversary it his, right? It was on his birthday. Was it Dustin's birthday? Okay, it Dustin's was on birthday. His, it was on his. It was his birthday, and it was when Daisy died. Yes. Was the last post, and so he said happy birthday yeah. on the post yeah. from. So I'm gonna do the opposite. My, I'm I'm continually gonna wish you. Uh, you know, sorry your dog died for your birthday. So mean. That is so mean. So Ben is now my favorite. So Ben makes me laugh. I know. He's funny. He's hilarious. We got to spend the weekend with him and it was it was a blast when we were down in Vegas. It was just we just had a really good time. <laughs> so he sent me a text just a little bit ago to tell me happy birthday. I'm so glad thanks Ben. Part of my family. Thanks for being a part of my family. Please do not leave this family. Okay. <laughs> I don't plan to. Good. Glad, glad to hear it. Yeah. And then McCall. Yep. Being in serious, serious relationships that we both are, uh-huh. occasionally that means 
that for your significant other, you have to look out for them, right? Right. You got to help them out because they're sick. I don't Maybe some, knock on wood, but sometime along the way, they break a bone, whatever it is, they're right. bedridden. You got to help them out. Right. So that's the case this week for Ashley. I feel bad. She's just stacking these up. But also, I realized that there may be an infliction that no one thought was contagious. Oh. That now two people in my life that I spend a lot of time with have suffered from. Uh-oh. I'm, of course, talking about producer Butters and my girlfriend. Right. Not me. I am slightly concerned that I have, may have found another uh, hindrance on people's lives that may be contagious that nobody would have thought of. <sighs> AJ and McCall at VFX. Is it debaggery? No, that's definitely contagious. Oh, so. okay. So if you if you don't know, we make a joke about producer Butters that he's an old man because right. he had to have back surgery last year. Right. And we're really glad he did because he walked at, I think, oh, saying a, so snail's, a snail's pace is being generous. Yeah. He is very slow. So he got his he got back surgery and he I, feels so yeah, much better. I don't blame him because I would be grumpy too if my back were hurting all the time. <laughs> back injuries might be contagious Uh-oh. because- so Ashley, a couple weekends ago, had a uh, kidney infection, Okay. and she had to deal with that, but it turns out at the same time, she had pulled a muscle in her back. Eey. Now, Owie. she dealt with the kidney infection. She went and got the, the antibiotics to take care of it, right. and then everything seemed fine. Well, all of a sudden, Sunday, her back was really bothering her, uh-huh. and so she said yesterday, it was to the point that like bending over, she was in such pain. Yeah. So she went to the doctor. She may, may, we're supposed to keep an eye on it, but may have torn a muscle in her back ouch so i bet you didn't know this but apparently back injuries are now contagious yeah that's no good awful it goes to a point yesterday and i don't know if you've ever gotten this way with with dustin mccall because knowing knowing him the way that i do i feel like he's pretty self-reliant yes but it got to the point yesterday i was filling in on a different show yesterday afternoon so i i helped ashley draw a bath because she had back pain i was like all right soak in this hopefully it will help right and it got to the point where she's like, I may call you because I can't get out of the bath. Oh, dang. There had been a point where Dustin was so inflicted that you had to look out for him like that. Nope. Eh, I didn't think so. I bet he probably would even wouldn't let you even if he was. No, I think he would if he needed the help. But nah. Most of the time, I mean, it would have to be like big, big stuff. Not just like, I mean, like. Totally broken forever and ever, amen. Like, <laughs> yeah, because you know, if he, if he tore a muscle in his back or hurt his back, I don't know, fell off a ladder or something, that it doesn't happen. How dare he you? would be fine. I think he would just be like, you know what, don't worry about it, McCall. I got it. Yeah, knowing him, I feel like he's just, I'm fine. I, I'm, I'm, you're worried about nothing. Why are you, why are you so worried? I'm fine. Yeah, that's exactly the lecture he would like. Say. I just, I don't, yeah, I don't think Dustin would be like too proud. To ask for help if he needed it, but it would just have to depend on the situation, you know? Oh, boy. All right. May everybody stay healthy and injury-free. Because last thing I want is for anybody to get this. And may everyone have someone to help them, especially if they need to be weighted on hand and foot a little bit. Speaking of staying healthy, got this a little bit. So my mom texted me yesterday. So uh, add her to the list of people affected by the coronavirus. Okay. My, her and my sister's spring break canceled. Yeah. Um, Coachella canceled. <laughs> yeah, right. Stagecoach canceled. Stuff is just left and South right. South by Southwest canceled. Flying out the window. Right. And as we found out yesterday, there's still you know a fair amount of misinformation out there. <laughs> yeah. About how to deal with the coronavirus. 
which is why I'm so excited that I found such a great song that explains it all. Oh, oh good. I've been meaning to share this so much. If you listen to the after, you might have heard it already. But the sweet song. Now, as we found out yesterday when it comes to coronavirus, there's a chance to get infected for a, like $4,600. Yeah, you have to go to right. London to do so. But you can Which doesn't sound you do fun. it. Better than getting it for free. Well, yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. And as we found out yesterday as well, there's still some misinformation out there about the coronavirus. Now, I dare anyone to tell me that this song is not an absolute banger because this is from Vietnam. They invented this song to spread awareness about how to take care of the coronavirus. Just check it out. Who you are. Any public awareness song that has a drop in it, I'm a fan. It's a fan. It's a, it's a good one. It is absolutely slapper. It's That's, a slapper. I did not realize how that, goes. that the chain smokers were that involved in public health announcements. I know. It sounds very similarly to something that the chain smokers would do, but I liked it. I got to tell you, I don't understand the words. There's subtitles in the link that was in the after show and it's on our Twitter, Utah's VFX. I may legitimately bop that a little, just a little bit. Outside of in general, because I don't need to know that I need to wash my hands. I got that part figured right. out. That is a bopper. I don't care who you I are. Like that it. is good. It sounds good. It sounds nice. Learn how to wash your hands. Wash it. By the way, if uh, your hand sanitizer disappears, I stole it because I'm still hoping to cash that in as my retirement plan yeah. with all the panic happening. Yeah. The ironic thing about all the stuff being taken, did you see this? That uh, so toilet papers disappeared. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't. I haven't double fact checked this but i've seen reports that that coronavirus is also tied to toilet paper so all those people hoarding toilet paper yeah it's not real that's just a joke okay that was goodness. just a joke meme okay. that everybody's posting i was gonna laugh was like that was that would be the ultimate irony everybody's hoarding this toilet paper and then that's part of the problem no Ooh, thank goodness you're part of the problem you're reading things and then just, I, just I, running but with i it. asked i didn't share it i asked sure i said i saw this i haven't fact checked it yeah. but it's so I'm not I'm, part I'm of the problem. For your, I'm grateful for your fact checking. Dare you make me part of the problem. All right. Not part of the problem. Okay. AJ and McCall on VFX. McCall, we were talking about the coronavirus. Here's an interesting question for our guessing game, I suppose. Okay. Do you think it's safer at church or at the gym when it comes to catching the coronavirus, right? Because mm. you just did the 411. We're hearing about all these events, Coachella, all this stuff, concerts around the world, canceled, delayed. Um, I'm going to say that it's probably safer at the gym because most people like will shower or something after. You would be right. Huh. According to a John Hopkins professor, it's safer to go to the gym than church during the coronavirus outbreak. The reason why is because at the gym, while people sweat and there's all that grossness and stuff, uh, you can contact it from high or you can get it from high contact services, but. Most people are going to wipe down certain surfaces, yep. showers, you said, whereas yep. at church, you're more you're likely to shake that. hands, be close to people, yep. close proximity. So it's actually safer yeah. to go to the gym than it is to church when it comes to coronavirus, which is bad news for all of us who are trying to find a way out of our New Year's resolutions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, but I, I've we gotten away with it with me being sick and then Ashley being hurt now with a kidney right. infection, now the back injury. Has, have, you noticed a, have you noticed a noticeable die down? In terms of gym attendance. I have sucked and not been the last couple of weeks mm. because I've been super busy. Who knows? So, maybe there's been like some kind of crazy parties and we both just missed out because we haven't been going to the gym. Yeah, maybe. 
Maybe. Well, one day we'll find out. Maybe. Yeah, perhaps not, though. Here's, here's a question for you, McCall. Okay. Where do you store your ketchup? Refrigerator, cupboard. Fridge. See, I think that's what most people would say, but according to the UK... I know. Mm. I'm upset. If there's one thing we know about the McCall Taylor, the AJ and McCall show on VFX, it's that she knows condiments. Yep. So then when it comes to ketchup, I think you, like most... I, I thought everybody, I guess I'll say Americans kept the the ketchup stored in the refrigerator, right? right? You open right. it into the fridge. Right. Well, false. last week in Great Britain, they were examining condiments, which ones actually need to be in the fridge and not, and they said ketchup doesn't. It can stay in the cupboard. It has vinegar, tomatoes are naturally acidic, and that helps preserve the product in room temperature conditions. Uh-huh. So the question becomes, why do we all keep it in the fridge if that's the case? And the only answer they had was, well, because they like a chilled taste, which... I don't, what do you do? You like cold ketchup? I think it's indifferent just, to me. Just, if I want ketchup, it's ketchup. Goes. it goes in the fridge. I don't mind it in like the packets. You know what I mean? Like it's not like, ugh, if ew. I, I don't know. It's the weirdest. Weird. Here's the question: Will you change the habit next time you get a a new bottle of ketchup? No, it's just it goes in the fridge. Let's see, that's how it is. What? I, I'm mine so- just goes in the fridge, and that's the end of the story. Forever and ever told Forever the end of all and eternity. Ever amen. <laughs> uh, the tweet also included, let's see, vinegar. I don't think there's anything else in here that's surprising. Mayonnaise, tartar sauce, salad dressing, all in the fridge. Yeah, well, mayo you can't leave out because then you get food poisoning. Here's Eggs. here's something. Mustard is in the middle. Weird. It's Mine's just way. in the fridge. Yeah, mine too. I just always put most all of my condiments in the fridge. Not peanut butter, unless it's like the natural kind that needs to go in the fridge. I've never had that kind. Yeah. I've only had the great. cupboard kind. Not great? No. no. Cupboard no. cupboard kind is better. Full of bad things. Oh. Much good. Delicious. All the processed. <laughs> Get in my soul. VFX's Facebook roulette. Your chance to end up on the VFX Facebook page. It's actually a really simple process too. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, Addis's friends. Yeah. And we scroll through our feeds, which we're doing right now. What if we land up? We're randomly going to like, comment, and share. Best one to the VFX Facebook page. So we spin, and we spin, and we spin, and we stop. Stop. I landed on my friend Christina's post, and it says there are two kinds of people. And there's two gas gauges. One is three quarters <laughs> of the way, and it says, I need to fill up. The other is on Never. empty, and it says, I know my car. Yes. And the response underneath it says, yes. they're often married to each other. <laughs> Nah, I was going to say yes, but Ashley and I think are both the same. We're both empty tankers. In fact, oh my I kid gosh. you not, this weekend, no, last weekend, last weekend when I was sick, uh-huh. she had plans with her family. She was going out to dinner and she said, and I quote, can I use your car so I don't have to fill mine up till tomorrow? Oh gosh. We, we is same. See, I, for Dustin and I, this last week, I was just looking at my car actually on my way in. I need to go get gas. And it's like almost empty because Dustin was driving it yesterday and he's like McCall sorry I was in Vegas I support your decision I wasn't driving it I landed on my friend Susie it's a picture of a tweet says coronavirus got boomers stocking their doomsday bunkers meanwhile millennials are online shopping for bathing suits for a five island trip they just booked on spirit for $130 yeah you can win on that one I don't want to catch it but I mean 
I mean, cheap travel is cheap travel. Save money. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor across all social media. Find us at us, Utah's VFX across all social media as well. Get qualified for those Serenoni blankets. All right, let's all wish McCall a very happy birthday. Thank you. She's been very patient and respectful. In fact, I was being very annoying and not saying anything. Yeah, but it's okay. Hope you enjoy 26, even though it's kind of a dumb age. Yeah, sorry. My bad. I should I bother everybody d- with my existence and my <laughs> dumb age of turning 26 because I have fault. control over it. I just it. think 26 Thanks, is Mom. kind of pointless. You just skip from like 25 to 30. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 31 is stupid, so get over it. Get over it. No arguments. 31 will be stupid. Whatever. <laughs> just makes me feel better. We were on a face uh, thread earlier and someone said, oh, he's 31. He's too old. Take him out back and shoot him. I was like, yeah, yeah definitely so do that. So mean. So... McCall's going to celebrate her birthday the rest of her day. So tell tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.